Go home. Go home. Go home. guys, and welcome to episode 104 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakar. Brian, yo, how are you doing today? I'm doing That's good. good. Brian, we're peeking. We're, we're like Scott Steiner's uh, biceps. Boom! Holler if you hear me. I know you hear me because we're peeking and freaking. Uh, Freakzilla's in the house. Uh, we got uh, a, myself, the genetic freak, Eric Bedore, along with the dog face gremlin, Brian. <laughs> With the dog face gremlin. Rick Steiner. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Take that, fucking dog face. Yeah, yeah fuck you. You fucking dog face. You fucking... I'm the genetic freak. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're the fucking dog fucking face. fucking dog face. You got a dog... What kind? Gotta, pug? I think he was supposed to be like a bulldog, oh. but I don't know. What kind of dog face do you want? What uh, kind of dog face? Hey, guys, if you can tweet at us at Go Home Show, let us know. Brian, make a, make a dog face right into the camera. We're live at twitch.tv slash make64podcast. What kind of dog face does Brian have? Let us know. Tweet at us at Mega Six. No, not at Mega Sixty Four. Don't tweet at them. Please don't. Please don't tell them we do this. Uh, I am tweet, the cat. <laughs> tweet, tweet at uh, at Go Home Show and let us know. There's a dog outside. He knows. Let us know what kind of dog face Brian has. I put that bitch on notice. Oh fuck! Oh, Brian, somebody says dog face meme. Such meme. Oh, Doge. Sharpay. Ooh, ouch. Snapchat dog face. Dog face, and then there's dogs in the chat. Oh, shit. The dog's outside. Got all excited. You see what happens when, when you're popping peaks like the genetic freaks? Woo! Holla if you hear me, brother. All right, guys. We're here, and uh, we're doing another episode. We got all this energy. We're all excited. You, Brian, you know why? Because it's a new era. It's the new era. It's the new era of the Go Home Show. Once again, sponsored by Hot Nuts. Hot Nuts. Get Hot Nuts. Do it. Uh, Nueva Imahin. Ariba. Uh, that means I'm lifting them up. It's up. Mm. Get it? Ariba. I do not know that that would Levante say. say. Uh, that makes sense, though. Yep. Ariba. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Lo siento. I think that means silence. Uh, I think that means sorry. Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Silencio, I think, means oh, silence. Oh, shit. Oh. I didn't even take Spanish. Oh, man. I just, I just uh, work with a lot of Mexicans. Oh, uh, por favor. <laughs> what income bracket does Hot Nuts appeal to? Brian? You tell me. What do they taste like? What do they taste like they appeal to? Mexican. I mean, luchadors. <laughs> the... the that's who it appeals to. Which which cast of society? The Luchador. <laughs> the Luchador. The exclusive eater of the hot nut. Yep. Thank you, hot nuts. Everybody tweet at hot nuts. Let them know that Brian has a dog face. And thank them for sponsoring us. It's not really a sponsorship, but we're really, we're trying to swing it. Yeah. We're trying to swing it so it is. So just let them know, please. And just tell them that Brian El Perro sent you. Oh, Fuck. That means dog in Spanish. Oh, Brian, a pero loco. Yo, vato. Yeah. And me, how do you say genetic freak in Spanish? I don't know. Oh, cool. Siri, how do you say genetic freak in Spanish? Okay. Give me a moment. What the fuck? This is what I found on the web for how do you say genetic freak in Spanish. We gotta find out. Okay. Spanishdick.com. <laughs> El Monstruo. The monster. That's freak. How do you say genetic? How do you say genetic? Guys, this is good. Guys, we have so much to cover, but listen, we're giving you... We're giving you mystery lessons in different languages. Shouts out. That was a weird noise. That was a dog noise. Yep. That was me barking. Genetica freak. No. No. Genetica monstro. El Monstro Genetica. El Monstro Genetica. And, uh, how do you say... What's face? Face? Yeah. Uh, um, how do you say face? Uh, El Pero. Somebody's just saying Pero face. 
<laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> uh, hell yeah, Australian Siri. I guess I guess we call that out. Yep. Oh well, we're dumb. Oh right. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it because I'm, I'm embarrassed. Well, there's definitely not a wrestler named about not having a face. That's for sure. God damn it. <laughs> well. Episode 104, it's a new era of Hot Nuts. Uh, thank you, Hot Nuts, for bringing this new era about us. Yeah, the whole chat got it. Yeah, I fucking get it. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Do you, do you have one of his masks? No. Okay, that's good. His mask uh, sucks. Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Brian, let's get let's in. Get NXT. Let's get into NXT. Jesus. Before we started, we talked about watching Camp WWE. So if you go to the live, the, the, uh, VOD in, uh, twitch.tv slash mega 64 podcast, you can hear us talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also talked about Gallows and Anderson on, uh, Talk is Jericho yeah. real briefly. Uh, this is a quality podcast. So let's get into next. It opens with Oscar versus Eva Marie. This match is way too back and forth. And then, uh, Oscar, it's a shining wizard for the win. I mean, we didn't take notes. On a lot of, uh, on any of NXT this week, because we knew that there was going to be so much of, like, the other shows. Mm-hmm. But, that's what happened. We'll, we'll still cover it here. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Of this match, I thought it was, a uh, it was a great way to, uh, to introduce the next feud for Asuka. Which was Nia Jax. Yeah. That, that was a lot of fun, and it's good to have her, uh, kind of be coming back, uh, her being, um, Nia Jax in this case. We haven't seen her since before... Takeover? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, after, I, I thought the match was way too back and forth. Yeah, way too long, too. Uh, Yeah, they gave it way too much time. It, like, Asuka could have just come in and destroyed Eva Marie. That was probably, like, the most competitive matchup that she's ever had. Yes. <laughs> and the best thing, again, as always, about NXT consistently is the commentating team. Because Corey Graves not allowing Tom Phillips to speak at all is the best. Every time Tom would start to say something and he would start yelling, shut up, Tom. Awesome. It's the best. Yep. Um, a lot of fun. I like uh, Corey Graves and Tom Phillips are great mm-hmm. together. They're a lot of fun together. I don't think you could just put... I mean, Corey Graves is probably the best announcer in WWE right now. Yes. Um, I mean... He doesn't have the constraints that they have on Raw and SmackDown and everything. I understand that. I understand that it's kind of a different thing. But, like, he is the most consistently fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tom Phillips is really good in his role as the straight man with Corey Graves. Yeah. Uh, where, at that one point, he says, that's not how it works, dude. And Corey Graves says, please do not call me dude. That implies we are friends and we are merely co-workers. <laughs> Perfect. It's Perfect. Perfect. I love it. Um, SmackDown boys are great, too. Yeah. I, I hear good things about... Uh, Mara Ronaldo and, and everything going on in SmackDown. Because Jerry the King Lawler gets to be a heel there. Oh, does he? Yeah, so... Oh, great. He's best as a heel. Yes, he is. Uh, we get a highlight package of Samoa Joe winning the NXT Championship against an injured Finn Balor. It's, it's a work. He's not really injured. Um, we get... Well, I can't believe Samoa Joe's the champion. Yeah, I can't believe that they... It, to me, more than anything, isn't the work that... Uh, that uh, Balor is injured, but that Samoa Joe won it at a house show, mm-hmm. and that it's it just seems so swept under the rug. I tried to get tickets um, to go to the show in Lowell, Massachusetts, because I was in Boston, and I don't know how far those things are, but probably Ma- not that Mass- far. Massachusetts isn't as big as California, so I figured it was close enough. Pretty sure it's uh, like as big as San Diego County. <laughs> so I uh, looked for tickets, and they had uh, tickets for two hundred dollars. So I mm. went. I went. It wouldn't have even been worth it to watch that no. that title change. Nope. Um, oh, Rich Brennan got released, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, sorry. Ha- happy trails to Millhouse, but we still have Milkasa. That's good. So We need that, Milkasa. That's fine. Uh, the Revival versus Parker and Lee. Uh, this is 3.0. The, there's a tag team on the indies, in case you're not familiar. Uh, it is great. Parker is the one, I think, in the match for most part, and Lee is uh, yelling. There's a defense chant. At one point, Dawson slams Parker down and yells at Lee to come in the ring, and Lee starts yelling, No, I'm staying in the corner. I obey the rules. <laughs> it, it, like, these guys were 
effectively, we'll call them no names, coming in yep. against former NXT champions yep. and getting chance and applause. Yep. That's great. Defense. defense. A defense chant in pro wrestling. Did not know I wanted that. Corey Graves calling them Jamoke number one and Jamoke number two. I thought was very funny. Uh, they were great, like, jobber guys. Yeah. That, that was what they came in yeah. to get beat and make the revival look good. The revival looked fucking fantastic. Yeah. The revival looked awesome here. I loved it. Parker got the shit beat out of him, and every time Lee would yell or whatever, they would beat the shit out of Parker harder yeah. until he was just nothing left, and then they threw Parker into back into the corner, let Lee tag in, and they just killed him with a shatter machine. Awesome. They're like, it was just a, we could end this whenever we wanted to. Great. Awesome. Great, great match. Awesome. And uh, Who's B in the chat is saying, if no one's seen them before, go look up older Chikara stuff. They're hilarious. Yes, they are. They wrestled, I think, a lot with Chuck Taylor. Oh, um, cool. Scoot yeah, Taylor? So, oh, uh, you talking about Bug Nevins? <laughs> is, it, is he still at that? Yeah, I don't I don't remember what he's at now. Okay. Yep. Bug Nevins. Mm. Jesus. Hype Bros versus Blake and Murphy. Blake and Murphy came out without, without Alexa. You didn't realize how much of uh, what they are relies on Alexa. Yep. Pretty much all of it. Yep. So, um, Hype Bros win. I mean, it wasn't even worth... No, no. It's not like it was a bad match. It was just like, I hate... I hate Mojo Rawley so bad. Me too. It's mean! That's so mean! I don't really hate him. I just don't like watching him. He's not... Hate is such the wrong word there. It's just like, I don't... I don't want to watch him. That's it. There's nothing entertaining about his character or engaging about his character to me. It, it just seems like a bunch of posturing and yelling, trying to get you excited, but for me, it just falls mm. flat. I'm with you. Uh, Carmella against Aaliyah, I think that's the name that she goes by? Yeah. Um, which is Noof. 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 Whatever, whatever from, this uh, was. From Breaking Ground, who couldn't even get on a, she couldn't even get in a battle royal in a house show, and now she's had, now she has a TV match. And you know what? It was fine. Yeah. It real like, she was way better in the ring than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty obvious that they rehearsed this a lot. You know, they went through their match a lot of times before they went out there and did it on TV. That being said, I don't care. It was watchable. Mm-hmm. I thought the crowd was semi into it. Mm-hmm. Nobody fucking blew anything so bad. Like, it was fine. Yeah. It really was, for what I was expecting, what I got, I was... I walked away impressed. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. And I, I really like that match because um, this is where I think NXT really shows how it is developmental. And mm-hmm. I brought this up to Eric while we were watching it. Like, you have somebody like Carmella who's at this, who's like, she was new a year ago. Yep. So now this is this is what they really try, what, what I feel like at least learned from Breaking Ground. What they try to do is they actually make you call your match and be the leader in the ring mm. once you've gotten a yeah, few reps I mean, in. I mean, Carmella was, I want to say calling the match where everything was planned, but yeah. she was still like, you know, she was the ring general in this match. Mm-hmm. So, And that's where you get people. This is what I love about NXT and how things seem to be working out if they continue down this path. Uh, it seems like they're really training people to be the complete wrestling package, mm-hmm. or they're trying to. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, oh, we teach you how to wrestle, and then you got a gimmick, and you go in there. Teach you how to wrestle. We teach you how to call a match. We teach you how to like cut a promo and do everything, so that you're not just this like gold, effectively like Goldberg. Yeah. You only do three things, and if we try to do anything else, you suck. Yep. Um. Somebody said Alexa against Tessa Blanchard last week was also not bad. Uh. I agree. I think this match was probably better than that one. I would agree with that. Um. That that's all. I just I think that Tessa Blanchard match was okay. There was like a lot of like wasted movement. This match was like tight. Short, mm-hmm. got to it, and that's fine. Um, that's that's all. Um, somebody in the chat just said apparently Darren Young is being repackaged with Bob Backlund. If that's true, we're just you, you're Clumboli. It just scooped everybody. But if it's not true, Clumboli, you're on fucking notice. Repackaged with him as his manager, or just basically as Bob Backlund. It said with Bob Backlund. Huh. That'd be cool. I guess. I, would it? Uh, Shinsuke... Oh, uh, Carmella wins with her leg head scissor choke thing. Elias Sampson against Shinsuke Nakamura. 
Nakamura gets such a big pop. Yep. It was so cool. It's so much fun to watch him. Yep. Um, he carries Elias Samson to a pretty good match here. And uh, he wins with uh, Shinkasa. Kinshasa? Shinkasa. Uh, Something. Bonwaye. And uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, there wasn't much Not, to the match. No. They're, they're really... The Drifter has a great physique. He's, you know, haven't really seen him do much in the ring. That's it. Nakamura is uh, the king of everything, and he's great. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, wasn't there one more? Nope. Wasn't No Way Jose? Nope. We watched that afterwards. That was two weeks ago. We watched No Way Jose's debut. Oh, right, right, right. I loved it. Best theme song ever. He He has a great theme song. It needs to continue playing during his matches, Sin Cara style, with the lights. Mm-hmm. Remember when Sin Cara had, like, lighting effects in his matches, which was, like, the dumbest... Man, what a... Who decided that fucking gimmick? I don't know. They need to do that with No Way Jose's song. Play, mm-hmm. Just plays the whole time, so that way he's dancing and stuff. He's fun. He was a lot of fun. Uh, I like... It, he dances, he did a headlock, he did some, like, airplane spin, and then went back, like, the other way, so he got, like, undizzy. Thought that was fun. Uh, there must be a way, Jose, for you, for you win. Because he won with a fastball. I like his finisher so much. He he goes to the corner. He does a he does a chop. He like swings a bat and like does a chop to yeah. like the chest and the guy's down. Then he goes to the corner and he winds up and he pitches and it's a big right hand. I thought that was cool. And then the best part of No Way Jose happened again. His music. We got to hear his song. It was great. We, we got a thing, a video playing like before the match that said No Way Jose is next. And I'm like, cool. And then the uh, Desmond, no, who, what was the fucking guy's name? The uh, Martin Stone or something. I don't know, the German guy. Des, Martin Wolf. I don't know what the fuck his name was. Um, he came out and he walked to the ring. Boo, I don't want to plug my ears for your song. Gross. Mm-hmm. Ugly. Shitty. Don't like it. Nuh-uh. And then No Way Jose's music played. Yay! And then it stopped. Boo. And then he won the match. Eh. And then his music played. Yay! No Way Jose. Love him. Listen, Jose, there's gotta be a way. Uh, Lucha Underground. Well, what'd you think of NXT? It was, it was fine. Thank God Access is over. Yes. Uh, Lucha Underground. Cage versus Mundo in a cage. Cage in a cage. They really drove that point home. Uh, cage dominates the early goings. There's a Boston Crab in the turnbuckle on Johnny Mundo. I thought that was fucking cool. I'd never seen that. No, it was great. Uh... Cage goes to climb to the outside of the ring. Taya whips him in the hands. Whack, whack, whack. And he falls back in. Lands. He's on the top turnbuckle. And then uh, Mundo hits a one-man Spanish fly off the top rope. Uh, Vampiro starts talking about all these people that um, Johnny Mundo's defeated or something. Or, or something like that to that effect. And mm. then Matt Stryker goes, I only watch Lucha Underground. I thought that was great. Yep. I thought that was great. I thought that was so funny. They're they're really good together. Uh, Mundo hits a top light moonlight drive. There's a wheelbarrow German suplex by Cage. <clears throat> Cage goes to climb out. Taya beats him with a kendo stick. And then uh, Mundo uses the kendo stick on the inside. Cage turns the tide and hits Mundo with a huge spine buster while he's holding the stick. Mm-hmm. And then the stick flies in the air and Cage catches it out of the air. Best spot of the match. And then he uses the stick. Fucking Awesome. I thought this match was a lot of fun. It was a great opener for a match. Like, there are only two matches on this card, and they're both really great, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a discus lariat. Taya tosses a chair in. There's uh, They use the chair to Cage's head. They He just hit gets hit in the head with a chair, Yeah. and he kicks out. Jesus. Uh, Johnny Mundo goes for end of the world off the top of the cage, but misses. Uh, Taya dives on the cage on the inside. They hit Magic Killer on Cage, and he still kicks out. Taya pulls out handcuffs, but Cage reverses, handcuffs her to the rope, and then destroys... Oh, no. She gets handcuffed. Cage is, like, yelling at her or whatever. Mundo grabs a chair, and he's gonna hit Cage with the chair. Misses and kills Taya with the chair. Yeah, just destroys her. Just in case the handcuffs weren't enough, we'll just fucking destroy her with this fucking chair. She got killed with the chair. Jesus Christ. Uh, What? How did the match end? Hit with the chair? Oh. 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 I remember. Yeah. Cage kicks Mundo, who drops the chair and beats the shit out of him. Suplex position. Into the Steiner screwdriver. Onto the chair. 
The end. Cage is your winner and now holds one of the seven Aztec medallions. So he'll be in the Gift of the Gods, which, man, I hope he wins the Gift of the Gods championship. Uh, but you know what? Maybe he doesn't necessarily need it because he's kind of like a dominating guy. Yeah, but that makes him really strong. I'm kind of looking at the two sides. So he could have the title mm -hmm. and be a dominating guy where it's like, dude, this guy could cash in. any Like, he could be the guy who, I'm going to use this terminology, beats off all comers who, who come at him left and right, left, right, and center. He's just beating dudes off who are trying to come after his title. Yeah. But, like, he keeps that Gift of the Gods championship for, like, a real long time, and it's like, when's he going to cash in? When's he going to cash in? And he's just, like, this looming figure yeah. over whoever's the champion because he's cage. He's a fucking machine. Right. Or he doesn't win the title, and he could just be inserted into a title match at any time because he's cage and yeah. he's so dominating. Yep. I think my first thing's better. I think yours is, uh, the first thing is, is going to be a lot more fun to watch through, but we'll see how they want to book it. And and that's what I love about uh, Lucha Underground. You really, you have no idea what they're going to do with one thing or the other. Mm -hmm. Like, either of the two guys could have come off uh, of this mm -hmm. as the winner, and it would have been 100% Oh, believable. Uh, to totally believable. Because you would have hated K you would have hated Mundo for winning, and you love Cage for winning. Absolutely. There you go. Great, great, great match. Yep. Yeah, they beat each other off in Lucha Underground. Well, Cage does left, right, and center. If yeah. he's the big, strong champion. What do you want? Yeah. They beat off all comers. They beat off all comers. I don't understand. What's so hard to fucking understand about that? Don't, no no do you, dumb dumb. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Trios finals. Phoenix Evans and PJ against uh, Cisco, Cortez Castro, and Joey Ryan against uh, Rey Mysterio, Dragon Azteca Jr., and Puma. Against the champions, Ivelisse, uh, Son of Havoc, and... Oh, actually, hang on. Uh, That's it. As the match starts, Dario Cueto comes out and he says, I don't have all the details, but Angelico got rushed to the hospital. But your champions, being the fighting champions they are, will still participate in this match as a tag team. And their titles will be on the line. So we have a four-way elimination rules match. I don't even I didn't even write notes for the beginning part of this match until eliminations happened because I don't know how you're supposed to take notes on any of this. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, I wrote <laughs> Spot Fest. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, Prince Puma and uh Dragon Second Jr. came out in their fucking cat costume and, and lizard costume. So neat. I wish they wouldn't. Yeah. I do like this match because uh one of the notes that I that I had on here. The was, one of the notes just says BODIES in all caps underlined. Oh, uh... <laughs> it just says BODIES. And then right after it says... Oh, th I think that's when they were all doing the, the big dive over uh -huh. the top rope, and it was just BODIES. Yep. Uh, and then they zoomed right in on um, Ivelisse's tits immediately after that, which was cool. Um, because, you know, we're, th we're 14 years old. No, what I liked about this match more than anything was the way it was set up. Because when I heard four-way elimination tag match, uh -huh. I thought it was going to be your traditional tornado tag. And and it, it was actual tags. It would just happen to be a four-corner elimination. So you had four people in the ring at all times. So you started off with a fatal four-way, then you get a triple threat, and then you get a traditional tag match. Yep. And I thought that was awesome yep. because it gave a great length of the story and it involved everybody really, really well. So there are dives all over the place. Cortez Castro refuses to tag in Joey Ryan at one point, and he, he gets rolled up by Ivelisse, so I guess the story is going to be that they're cops and they don't want to work together, but guess what? They have to because they have to because they didn't complete their assignment. And so now the chief is really going to be on their ass. Guys, I couldn't trust you the whole time. That's why I'm bringing in a special agent, and it's Cisco. That'd be fun. Um, what do you mean? Cisco is the guy who's not. Ah, okay. Cortez Castro is Ricky Reyes. Right. Sorry, I get confused with their names. Just... <laughs> hey, guess what? You're not the only one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jack Evans yells that he is the baddest bitch. <laughs> I love Jack Evans. That's uh -huh. best, best fucking heel in the business right now. Evelise uh, and Evans go at it. There's a distraction on the outside. Evelise hits a uh, running Yoshi tonic on Jack Evans, and PJ Black super kicks the head off of Evelise. Rolls uh, her back on her back and Evans into the pin. And the champs are eliminated, thus ensuring new champions no matter what in this match. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Phoenix, Jack Evans, and PJ Black against Rey Mysterio, Puma, and Azteca. Uh, 
this Tilt-A-Whirl DDT that Dragon Azteca Jr. does is the fucking craziest thing. It's a head scissors Tilt-A-Whirl, but as he goes up from the head scissors, he gets tossed into the air like two feet off the guy. Insane. And comes down on the most perfect DDT every time he does it. It is fucking gorgeous. I cannot, like, oversell it enough. It looks so incredible. It looks like he's flying. Yeah. It, I, it really looks inhuman the way that he moves when he does that. Yeah. I think it's so incredible. It's, like, he looks like Dragon Zord when he comes down, uh-huh. but man. But he fights like Green Ranger when he's in the ring. That's right. He, he is really fantastic. I can't believe how athletic he is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing to have... And he's got a build. Like, he's not yep. just, like, this scrawny little dude. No, like, he's he's pretty... He's big. Yeah, he's, he's, he, can he move, looks good. man. Uh, he hits the move one time on uh, Phoenix and then goes for it again. No, no, no. He hits it once on Evans, I think, or Black. And then he goes for it a second time on Phoenix and uh, gets tossed in the air and then just fucking super kicked out. <sighs> Like, just super kicked out of the air, and it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Hot Tag to Puma, he rules, and he's all over the place. There's a 630, and then a low blow by Jack Evans. Hot Tag to Rey Mysterio, Booyaka. He comes in, he's flying all over the place, it's a 619. There's a 619, and then a Tilt-A-Whirl DDT. The Tilt-A-Whirl DDT is off Puma, who tosses Dragon Azteca into the air, who kills, I think, Jack Evans with the DDT. It was yeah. so cool. Uh, dives to the outside, and then a split-leg moonsault on Evans by uh, Rey Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio, Puma, and Dragon Azteca are your new champs, yay. Awesome. Post-credits, a mysterious cloaked figure summons Pentagon. Oh my god, it's Vampiro, and he's going to do dark arts and dark farts. And uh, he says, Pentagon, you have to get out of your wheelchair. And Pentagon goes, I can't, I'm in my wheelchair. And then uh, he gets wax poured on him, and then he gets tossed out of his wheelchair. Good thing, he, good thing he has no fear. Just can't stand. There you have it. What do you think? I love how Lucha Underground can be theatrical and goofy at times. <laughs> yep. But it doesn't like damage the show or make it like stupid. Yep. Because that ending scene was kind of like uh, okay. it was. It was silly. Uh, it was. Little... It was silly. But like in the context of that show, I mean, yeah, it's fine. He's, I... he's like. Pentagon is in, like, a Professor X-style, like, motorized wheelchair. Which I forget. Why is he in that? Because he got all he got all fucked up by, um... By Matanza? Yeah, by, by Manzanita. Was it? Or was it, um... No, it was... Mor- Mil Mortis. No, no, it was Manzanita, okay. I think. Um, I'm pretty sure. Also, just so everyone knows, uh, Mr. I think it's Mr. Athletic, Jeff Cobb, who is Manzanita Soul, will yep. be at the next PWG show, yep. which is titled Prince. Love it. Great. And that's uh, Lucha Underground. Can't wait for this week because King Cuerno's back. Very excited. Um, apparently, the uh, the thing about Darren Young and Bob Backlund might be real. Huh. There you go. Oh, Matanza broke his back. That's what happened. Uh, um, okay. Yep. Uh, payback. Real quick. Um, the pre-show match I actually watched of... Uh, Ryback and uh, Kalisto yeah. was fucking great. I never got a chance to sit down and watch it since because we had Raw and everything else. Ryback came out and did CM Punk's entrance in Chicago. Did he? He came out and did the Feed Me More whatever, and then he starts walking to the like down the ramp and then stops and goes on one knee and like kind of drags his hand on the ground and checks his watch and then like, wake up, and he goes down. And, oh. then, and then his weight belt on the back said uh, pre-show stopper, which... Everything about this, I'm watching this going, this guy doesn't give a fuck. And then now, he's not on TV because he's in the middle of a contract dispute with WWE, and he wrote all about it on his Tumblr, thebigguyryback22.tumblr.com. Check it out. That's real. Yep. He wrote a whole fucking thing about why, you know, uh, the inequality in pay, if wrestling's predetermined, why is the pay so different for the guys who win and all this stuff. I think he makes good points. I think he makes points that maybe aren't so credible. Um, but that's coming from me, a person who doesn't wrestle. Yeah. So uh, anyway, more power to him. I think that uh, I think anything that you can do as a worker that puts the power back in your favor, I'm all for. Yep. Uh, Especially in uh, industry like the WWE. Yep. 
So hopefully it's resolved. Whatever happens works out for both him and the WWE. That being said, the pre-show match between Ryback and Kalisto, I mean, I was saying this all Sunday night too. I was telling Brian when we came to the podcast, that match fucking ruled. Yeah. It was really, really good. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. Maybe tonight. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of fun. If you have time and the inclination, I would suggest checking it out. Yeah. But uh, since uh, Kalisto retained, and uh, let's get into payback. New Day comes out for a promo. Uh, Xavier Woods says, shouts out Xavier Woods, says, uh, hey, Beyonce, you want to you wanna get at me? Hit me up on Twitter. It goes down in the DMs. Goes down. That's what's up. They're out for commentary, sitting on beanbags, eating popcorn, and taking selfies as the match of Enzo and Cass against the Vaud Villains takes place. I wrote the note, the new say eats pizza and watches because I misspelled day. What's a new say? They're having a lot of fun. They're having a good time. They're taking pictures. There's a, there's a Facebook live stream of them watching the match. And then Enzo gets tossed into the ropes, but doesn't go out. He hits the middle rope and then slams his head against the mat and then falls out of the ring like an MMA fighter who gets knocked out where his hands are just straight up in the air. Yep. So he rolls to the outside and then he's like, Burr. and he's just kind of like there. And then he does like that weird breathing thing, which is like, <laughs> so I thought he was dead. The scariest part of all of that is that Simon Gotch tried to pick him up. Oh God. <laughs> He didn't, and the ref was like, "What the? Get the fuck out of here!" And so, uh, oh man, the match in the new, the first match of the new era ends as uh, Enzo is carted off to the back, and everybody stands around going, "Ah, fuck!" Um, everybody, we had a buddy who was there. Shout out JB, JB Row. Shout out JB Row, who was there. Um, he said, "Rut Row." Nah. I was texting him while this happened, and uh, he was just like, "Dude, this guy break his fucking neck." Did I just watch cat? Did I just watch Enzo die? And like, no, they're showing replays. He's all right. He's fine. Yep. He's just fucked. Yep. Up. If you guys want to check out some of JB stuff, I'm gonna give him a cheap plug. That's fine. jbroe.com slash store. He has some uh, some cool apparel up there right now. Uh, some pins and uh, patches and things like that. So go check him out. jbroe.com slash store. Uh, you're welcome. Fuck. Uh, so we moved into... There's no winner in this match. The ref just calls... The ref just goes like, this is over. Uh, Zayn and Owens is our next matchup. Awesome. It's a slugfest from Go, and it's a million miles an hour. Yeah. This match was like... How long do we have? I think about 12 minutes. Okay, cool. What would you usually do in about 20 minutes? Do it all! Yep. Fuck you! Do oh, it all! Fucking Fisherman's Buster, yeah. go! Mishinoka Driver, Go! Blue Thunderbolt, ready? Okay, here we go. This is how fast the match moves. Slugfest. Zane dives to the outside. Owens is in control. He stands on Sami Zayn's uh, hand on the steel steps. There's a slingshot suplex and a senton. Zane turns it back around with a Mishinoku driver, miss, which is miscalled a Blue Thunderbomb. And then he hits a Blue Thunderbomb, and Michael Cole goes, uh, calls a, oh, a traditional Blue Thunderbomb by Sami Zayn. Uh, I almost said Sami Davis Jr. Fisherman... <laughs> A fisherman's Buster to the knee, followed by a frog splash. A half and half suplex that's not called and it's just glossed over, and I don't get why you would do that because that mat, that move is fucking incredible. Lucha DDT gets reversed into a backbreaker. Apron powerbomb reversed into a backdrop by Sami Zayn. Turnbuckle dive DDT. Haluva kick gets stopped into a, pu- a pop-up powerbomb. That match was so fast and they just did everything. It was awesome. It was... There was so much going on come the fuck di- like guys you're probably gonna have a match together a lot of times yeah you didn't have to make the very first one like look at how much we can do in 10 minutes but you know that they can do more from there yeah i but like f- for the this is the first time they are fighting in a w in a wwe ring yeah one-on-one they did everything that it was it was a Brian Cage mentality of get your shit in. Get your shit in. You they got hey man, they got their fucking shit in. It was it was fun. I'll be very excited to watch more of these. Best two. ROH match of 2016. <laughs> 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 
It was oh, so God. fast. To be fair, it wasn't just moves, moves, moves. There was like there was a lot of good wrestling. Th- there was there, and... there was good like give and take. They had like some downtime, whatever. Mm. But it was just like you could tell they were excited, and you could tell it was just them going like, "You want to just do everything? Let's fucking do everything." I, I, the only thing we didn't see was an actual haluva kick. Yeah. The only thing we didn't see was the brainbuster on the top rope. Yep. Like, I I think for them the mentality was, "Hey, let's go out there, put everything out." Because, hey, there may be a chance we'll never get to do yep. this again. Mm-hmm. And we're at a pay-per-view getting a singles match. Yep. Let's just go for it. Yep. So post-match, Owens kicks Zayn out of the ring. He calls Saxton to the ring, and he makes Saxton interview him. That was saying, what, what? so funny. <laughs> ask, me, ask me how I feel about beating Sami Zayn. Well, now that you uh, beat Sami Zayn, do you think this rivalry is at an end? That's not what I told you to ask me. <laughs> And then he takes the microphone and he yells, and then he says, you know what? You suck at your job. I'm going to do your job. I'm, I will be on commentary in this next match. Kevin Owens on commentary is the it's best. the best. I love that he's so mean to Byron Saxton. Mm-hmm. He's so mean to Michael Cole. And he Ooh. is, like, so nice to JVL. <laughs> well, oh, you think you're the best commentator? I'm better than you. I'm better than Byron. I'm as good as JBL. JBL, you're very good. Thank you, you're very good too. <laughs> Fucking great. Fucking great. Oh, it's wonderful. Everyone's so mean to Byron Saxton. Yeah, this is uh this is the scoop. Oh shit. Uh okay. Hey, sound uh, we're talking to our producer. Sound the scoop alarm. Sound it. Hang on. Shut up. Shut up. Fuck. Now they can't hear you. Holler if you hear scoops. Wow! <laughs> That was great. Brian, the scoop alarm. Brian, it's the scoop alarm. Here, here it is. We got this new era in WWE. The new era has yet to be named. I don't think you guys know that I already know that this is the Be Mean to Byron era. Because, holy shit, they're being exceptionally mean to Byron. Not just in this match, throughout the whole show, and then the next night on Raw. It is the Be Mean to Byron era. Tweet at uh, Byron Saxon and say, hey, Byron... Uh, we're loving the new era. Hashtag be mean to Byron era. It's bit that, and there you go. Your new scoop from Brian, the big bad, the big bad scoopy daddy. Yep. Big 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 Papa Scoops got your hook up. Got him. That's it. Yep. Dog face gremlin. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Just like lift it yeah. here. You you there lift the go. you do the bottom. I'll push the back. There we go. Oh fuck yeah. Look at those. That looks peaks. good, right? Look yeah. at those Look peaks, that. guys. Holler if you hear scoops. Ladies, my DMs are open. Jesus Christ. Cesaro and Miz for the IC title. Huge Cesaro section that they get like such a great jib shot yeah. sweeping over. This was one of the things I wrote for this uh, pay-per-view. The way it was shot yep. was really good. The directing was really uh, really entertaining, really dynamic. It felt fresh and new. I really liked it. Yep. Uh, Ryan said all you care about is your scoops and your poops. No. Oh. What? Why do poops have... Well, because Scott Steiner only cared about his peaks and his freaks. Oh. What rhymes with scoops that you can care about? You better hurry up. Loops. I like fruit loops. That's fucking stupid. You're, you only <laughs> care about your poops. Hoops. Care about hoops? I care about hoops. Yeah, I like the clippers. <laughs> is, uh, Blake, Blake Griffin, is that a... Is that a yeah, player? I can tell you really care about hoops. <laughs> is that, is that a I can tell. All you care about is your scoops and your hoops. Does, does Kobe still play? No. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Where's, uh... What about soups? <laughs> this episode is off the fucking rails, man. <laughs> Goof troop. That's true. That's true. That's true. Brian only cares about his scoops and his troops. There you have it. That's it. There you have it. Yeah, because they're my dogs. They're... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's Brian's dog face gremlin troop. Fucking stupid. Oh, man. All right. Uh, huge Cesaro <laughs> section. Owens is on commentary. Cesaro dominates the opening of the match. He hits a uh, drop kick on the seated uh, Miz when he's on the top rope. There's a deadlift suplex, but Maurice holds Miz's leg. Uh, which disallows Cesaro from getting the suplex over. He pulls Cesaro down on his shoulder, hits a double axe handle off the top rope onto the shoulder, and then boots the shoulder twice. So obviously he's focusing on the shoulder. Uh, I actually like that about this match. Mm -hmm. Uh, Miz hits the neckbreaker, 
Like the knee and then the neck breaker that he never fucking hits. Uh, then he locks in a sleeper and gets uh, reversed into a deadlift stall suplex. That looked great. Miz went straight up and down for that suplex. It looked great. He went totally, as Bret Hart would say, like two forks stuck together. Yeah. Straight up and down. Oh, great. Uh, uppercuts all over the place, hitting running uppercuts, and then that running drop kick where he hits the ropes like three times and then hits it. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then... It hit hard, too, when yeah. he did it that way. And then he hits the deadlift suplex from the apron, hits his uh, springboard corkscrew uppercut, goes for the swing, but it gets blocked, and then uh, it gets blocked into the toss uppercut, which I think they're calling sudden impact, but I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Michael Cole called it that one time, so I don't know yet. I hope Miz, they don't call it that. Yeah, Miz gets his foot on the ropes. Uh, just call it Swiss Death. I think it's great. It's like, it's strong. It, mm-hmm. sounds, it sounds like ugly. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro goes shoulder first into the post. Skull-crushing finale, but a kick-out, and the crowd goes fucking nuts for this kick-out. Yeah. They thought The Miz just won, and when he didn't, they went crazy. I knew that he wasn't going to win with a, with a skull-crushing finale. Yep. Uh, there's, no, there's no way that you give this guy that much of a push into this match, yep. this guy being Cesaro, yep. and not have him kick out of at least one finish. Yep. Uh, Zayn, out of nowhere flies over the announce table and attacks Kevin Owens. It just start beating the shit out of each other everywhere around the ring. He, they fight outside. Cesaro finally hits the swing and then gets so dizzy. He tries to lock in the sharpshooter, doesn't, and then just goes for the crossface. Now that he's in the crossface, the Miz taps out, but Zane and Owens have fought now on the ring apron and near the inside of the ring. So the ref is distracted. Oh no. Yep. With the ref distracted, the Miz gets out of the hold, then rolls up Cesaro with the tights and gets the one, two, three. Post match, Cesaro blasts Miz, hits the neutralizer. Zane attack Owen. Zane attacks Owens. Hit gets hit with a pop-up power bomb. Owens stands strong with the title, and they're going into a four-way. I like it. I am very happy. I feel like the Intercontinental Championship has a, like a weight and a meaning to it for once. Yep. The, these four people are really vying for it independently but now the paths have crossed i'm very invested and that is all i want in storylines in the wwe and i finally am starting to get them yep ambrose versus jericho this is when i stopped watching the pay-per-view i didn't finish the pay-per-view because i did not have time okay uh ambrose and jericho ambrose is in control jericho plays heel and runs around it's a slingshot suplex and the triangle drop kick. This match started slow and then eventually picked up, and uh, I thought by the end it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It felt like a raw match for the most part. It did. Um, it, until they were kind of both double down, and then they hit the uh, Dirty Deeds DDT for the end of the match. Do you have any other notes from that? Um, Y2J is best as a heel. 100%. This, this is the best he's been as a heel yep. in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yelling at the ref, yep. uh, saying that he's killing me. Yep. Um, Ambrose was really good at uh, actually putting together a, a full-on match rather than just looking like a maniac the entire time. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought the storytelling was pretty good in this, uh, and I I wish this would have been the end of the feud, but I'm kind of okay that it's not. And eh, whatever. Uh, you need something to carry. WrestleMania always gives you that weird two months after where it's like, mm, we have to kind of like piece things together. We'll have like a two-month feud, and then that's it. Right. So I'm fine with, with this being that. And, uh, yeah. Dirty Deeds end the match, and it was fine. Yeah. Uh, I heard good things. All the wrestling on this show was good. It was entertaining front to back. If if you want to watch good WWE wrestling, this is a good place to watch it. Did they do the Steph and Shane thing next? Uh, it was a backstage with AJ Styles where he was, like, you know, talking about his match. Hey, 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 you guys, hey. Uh, hey, they, don't, don't, don't you come out here. Hey, come on, guys, man. Come on, hey. I don't think dang, they did the shoot. backstage with, with them yet because there was an in-ring promo after the uh, the women's championship. Oh, okay, so match. that that's where it was. So it was Natalia yeah. and Charlotte next. Yeah. Uh, where they had a good wrestling match. Bret Hart is down with Natalia. Mm-hmm. And uh, this match is good. I don't even really want to talk about the match. Uh, it ends in a Montreal screw job. It This, to me, was the most fucked up, stupid way to end what was one of my, if not... Would have been my favorite match of the night mm-hmm. had they not had Bret Hart and uh, Flair involved because mm-hmm. I did not think that they needed to be there. And if they didn't do a screw job finish, because to me, why did we just do this? Right. Everything before it doesn't matter now. Yep. And then uh, watching Bret Hart try to put a sharpshooter on an 80 year old man was like very sad. 
Bret Hart had just like just finally is like okay from like having prostate cancer. Yep. I don't need to see him do if I I have the WWE network. If I want to watch him do a sharpshooter, I'll go watch WrestleMania 10. Yep. I'm fine. I don't need to see him do it again. Let him retire, leave him alone. Honestly, he doesn't want to be there and he was only there for Natalia. Uh, it which really could, seemed that way, right? Which I heard as a rumor, and you could tell by the way Natalia responded to him being there that it it might have been true because you could tell she was very grateful that he was he showed up. Yep, because he did not have to be there. Yep. Um, but that being said, I did want to point out that like you had Ric Flair yelling throughout the the entire match, really getting the heel heat behind it. Natty was awesome in this match. She <clears throat> throws out a kip up at the beginning. She's she's so good and like. I hate that she's underused. Yep. And and Char- Charlotte has an incredible moonsault that I feel nobody brings up. I, I agree. It's a very good moonsault. It, it's per- like she gets good hang time on it. She always hits it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, just pay attention to it. It's, so there's a screwdriver. There's a screwdriver finish because it's Charles Robinson. Uh, Little Nate. Nat- Natty taps out to the sharpshooter, right? Yeah. So stupid. And it wasn't even like... It, it really just seemed exactly like a, a play-for-play <coughs> yeah. repeat of the last one. She gets, like, the sharpshooter in. Charlotte gets the sharpshooter in, and then that's, that's it. Call. It's right away. I just, I hate that they did that. I think it's so dumb. It's just, it's it's weak, and it's shitty, and it's stupid, and it, like, I don't even think it led into, like, the next pay-per-view very well. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Um, so, after the match, they lock in the sharpshooters on the flares. Stupid. Yep, the end. Uh, next, uh, Vince is going to make a decision about who's going to run Raw. Spoiler, it's Shane and Stephanie because it's the new era. This is great because they've both never run Raw before. It's the new era. Fucking hate the new era. I'm so pissed about, I'm like in a bad mood about it. I fucking hate it. And I'll get to it when we talk about Raw. Uh, main event. Main event. AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns. Very good match that was overbooked to hell. I think there. I think way too much happened. I I did not mind. I didn't take notes. I watched the match. I didn't take notes on it. I didn't mind it as much because having it happen live and having the expectations be played on mm-hmm. was interesting. Holy not, fuck! What? Ryan's right. What? The invasion finally wins. <laughs> oh, fuck! The new era. That's the name of this episode. Episode one hundred and four. The new era. Dash, the invasion finally wins. Wow! They do. Ryan, you just blew me up, dude. Nice. Wow. Um, fun fact, AJ yeah. Styles is the only guy with long hair or anybody uh, on the roster with long hair except for the women who wrestles with it dry. He does wrestle with it dry. I can't think of anybody else whose hair is... It's because he's a, because he's a handsome man. Yes. That's that's his thing. He's a good looking boy. He's a, he's a good old boy from yeah. maybe we'll watch. Atlanta. Maybe we'll watch the invasion pay-per-view for... Um, for the next wrestle party, uh, well, or paper review? Yeah, paper review. That's good. Uh, that'd be good. Yep. Um, yeah, for me, not knowing that this was going to happen at the end, and having that feeling of, oh, cool, you guys booked your same old yep. bullshit. Oh no, no, they didn't. There's a count out finish where uh, AJ and, and Reigns are both going to get counted out because there's a phenomenal forearm through Roman Reigns through a table. You're like so Roman Reigns was standing in front of a table and like. AJ goes through him and through a table. It was fucking awesome. It looked great. And so they do a 10 count. Roman Reigns gets disqualified and then Shane McMahon comes out and he's like, yo, no, was it Shane or Stephanie? Shane first. Shane. And he comes out and he's like, yo, this is, this is going to be uh, no count out. Yeah. Yep. And then a few more things happen. Yep. Uh, and you have uh, Shane, or you have, um, what was it? Uh, Gallows and... Uh, Anderson. Oh, no, no. It was a DQ for the low yep. blow. Yep. Um, because and, there's a low blow on uh, on AJ. On AJ from Roman Reigns. Yep. Uh, 0 for 2 for Roman, by yep. the way. Yeah. T- taking the loss on that twice. Uh, and now Stephanie's out. Oh, it's non-DQ. At first, because Over I was there... Overbooked to hell. This didn't do anything to get either one of these guys over. And I agree this, with you. This was 100%. Guys, it's the new era. This is how we do stuff in the new era. We just got, like, we just, you gotta, there's, there's gotta be a finish. I, I liked it when it was the one, when it came back and they did another thing where it was like, oh no, we're not done with That's this That's my match. problem with it. When it happened twice? Yeah. That, that to me, I liked the first time, they should have just done one or the other. Yep, I like, agree. Like, I, why 100... do a no count out, yep. then a yep. no DQ? It, it should have been straight no DQ. Done. It, it, and that, that to me was the biggest complaint, because at that point, it's like, 
Well, now now we know AJ Styles is yeah. not going to win. Yeah. And it it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch the match. I had a very good time watching it. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I'm just going like, why did you do this? Yeah. However, I want to give a lot of props to both the guys in this match. Oh, hell yeah. Um, AJ Styles, obviously, a phenomenal wrestler. That's why he's a phenomenal one. Um, he sold that spear at the end. Yep. Looked like the fucking just insides got torn yep. out of yep. him so the uh, so uh anderson and gallows interfere the usos interfere it's all big breakdown uh roman reigns does his big over the top dive and then aj styles goes for the phenomenal forearm misses and then there's the ropes back and forth and then a spear on aj kills him one two three and that's it yep <clears throat> i'm i'm fine with this finish with oh i had no finish problem. I had and no i'm fine finish. because they immediately went in to the backstage and said that there's going to be a rematch which yep. i thought was cool yep uh, I, I'm very, very happy that we just saw a pay-per-view, mm. the first after WrestleMania, the main event was AJ Styles and Luke Gallows yep. and Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. And the first, and the first Raw after the pay-per-view had all those three guys in the main event. That is incredible. <laughs> yep. I can't believe we're seeing that. Uh, and now let's get into Raw quickly because we don't have a lot of time. Well, there's not a lot to talk about. Stephanie and Shane promo, because it's the new era. I just wrote, what a waste. We basically, like, skipped through the first... We went back in time 15 years, and nobody gets it. Kevin Owens came out and interrupted him and said, like, hey, I want an IC title match. And... Uh, and then Cesaro interrupted and said, I want an IC title match. And Shane said, well, I don't know how things were done in the old era, but in the new era, we settle things in the ring. Yes, you do know how things were done in the old era, because it was you, you dumb fuck. Every, hey, when Shane is in the ring, on his own, whatever, cutting a promo, it's noticeable he's not very good. Yeah. He should not be cutting promos with Stephanie. It is like... They talk over each other. Stephanie outshines him so bad that it, like, makes me go, like, Shane, stop. Yeah, I think the problem is... um... One of the biggest problems is that Stephanie is aware of how the flow and the pace of something yep. should be. So when she's with somebody like Cena or somebody like Paul Heyman who can cut a good promo and plays well off of off of her, she can kind of take a backseat and react. But when it's Shane who does who kind of like stutters sometimes and yep. doesn't know what to say, she tries to fill in the gap and then they try to fill in the gap together and then it just looks like shit. Veronica says, I felt the intro was pretty snappy. I don't have a problem with snappy intro. I have a problem that this is a new era and it starts with an authority promo. It starts with a fucking authority promo. Yeah. That's the craziest shit. That, like, hey guys, this is going to be new and you're not even going to... Oh, wow. New era. The beginning of a new era. Anyway, here's the authority figures. They're going to deem what you're going to be doing. Also, you're going to get a lot of Stephanie. Yeah. Also, Stephanie was so good in this episode. You guys are buying into it. I hate it. Don't. Get them off TV. I Get them all off TV. I don't. Get all the McMahons off TV. I don't they need don't to... need to be there. Yep. Get them all off TV. They need to take a role like William Regal if they're going to be running this show together. And I think it would have been better if Kevin Owens just came out on his own and had a bitch session. Mm-hmm. And then Cesaro comes down. And then one of the two comes out and goes, well, you know what? This is how we're going to settle it in the ring. Mm-hmm. That would have been way better. Because it's focusing on the talent, not on the two people who are in the authority figure. This, I totally agree with you on that. People in the chat are saying, like, yeah, th- this was better. This was better than, like, what they usually do, whatever. This is some fucking new Coke, Coca-Cola classic bullshit. Like, uh, guys, it's new. Check it out. It's fucking stupid. It's the same garbage. Like, really, we started out with a, with a promo to begin Raw again. Yeah. Again. The McMahons. Not Fuck, Not a man. promo from, like, the talent, but yep. from the people in yep. charge. I totally agree with you on, we don't need this anymore. Yep. All right, we gotta, we gotta motor through this. Cesaro and Owens. Uppercut train and running dropkick to start the match. Cesaro hits a flipping senton off a barricade and then hits a crossbody off the top rope. I thought those were really, really good spots. Mm-hmm. Owens starts targeting the shoulder. Uh, Cesaro hits a gut wrench off the top rope. Uh, that looked great. Owens hits a stunner in the ropes and then a frog splash off the apron. I love the frog splash he's been doing. It looks really good. Yeah. Uh, lets him go to the top rope and be agile without having to do a flip. Uh, German by Kevin Owens and then he hits a cannonball in the corner. Springboard uppercut by uh, Cesaro. And then he hits the running barricade uppercut. Miz is on commentary, so he gets an uppercut after Kevin Owens tries to grab Miz's title. Miz wrestles it away from him. Uh, eats an uppercut and then Miz eats an uppercut also. Then Miz jumps Cesaro from behind. 
Uh, Miz and Owens are beating down Cesaro. Sami Zayn makes the save, and uh, Cesaro holds the title up in the middle of the ring as everyone else is down. I just want Maurice and Kevin Owens to be yelling at each other in French. That would be great. That's what I want. Have Kevin Owens and The Miz cutting a promo together, and then Maurice starts yelling at Kevin Owens in French, and then Kevin Owens starts yelling back in French, and then Sami Zayn interrupts them and stops them both by, like, yelling at them both in French. That'd be great. That's just... And then... So, and then Cesaro yells in French, and the only one who doesn't get it is Miz. That would be that's, so that's, funny! I just came up with that, and I want it to happen so I, bad. I Everybody just... starts yelling in French, and Miz just goes, Whoa! What? I could just see I could see the stupid look on the Miz's face of... Whoa, whoa, whoa! English! English! That would be great booking miz i know you're listening to this yep you can steal this idea that if everyone in this is yelling in french except the miz miz attempting to speak french would also be awesome just quoting movies in french yep oh my god yep oh but they're gonna ruin it by saying that the the what's the uh do you want to come to bed with me song the 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 thing the lady marmalade yeah fucking the french thing from that that's yeah. gonna be the punchline for the miz watch no he's gonna say hasta la vista baby <laughs> that would be so much if better. he says hasta la vista baby i'll be so happy i want him to be the only one who doesn't speak french in, so in, in a ring full of people funny. speaking french oh god that would god. be hilarious that's such a good idea <laughs> dean and <laughs> dean and stephanie are backstage and stephanie says i'll be your guest on the ambrose asylum New era. More Stephanie. Yay, more Stephanie. More more Vince, please. Uh, Breeze and Truth and Goldust and Fondango all backstage, and they're doing a little comedy bit. And then we get the Hoots backstage, and Roman Reigns interrupts, and then uh, they're going to make a six-man. And the Usos have never looked worse. Ever. (laughs) So bad. Awful. 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 Goldust versus Tyler Breeze. Uh, Rebounding elbow off the second row by Goldust, and then a roll-up by Tyler Breeze. Uh, Wacky comedy shit. Whatever. Mm-hmm. New Day promo. The Vaude villains interrupt and they sing, and that gets uh, that gets like whatever heel heat. But I thought Aiden English saying a real man would have gotten up, mm-hmm. and then Simon Gotch saying the realest guy in the emergency room. I thought that was, that was fucking. Great. Great. Those are great heel lines. That was awesome. Yep. The Dudleys come out and interrupt, and they say, "Hey, uh, we should do the whole tournament again, right? Because they're not in it." And then Big Cass comes and interrupts. And everybody brawls, and then we get an eight-way. Uh, New Day and Cass against the Vaudevillains and the Dudleys. Unicorn Stampede to start the match. Bubba talks so much throughout this match. A lot of people were talking... I, I'm sorry. Wrestlers were talking a lot during yep. Raw mm-hmm. and and the previous night on yep. Payback. I, and I I'm so happy I like that a lot. they're doing Bubba that. is yelling at the Vaudevillains. I thought you guys were supposed to be good! Yo, here's how you do it. Watch this. And he's like, oh god, it's so good. This match is too long. Yes. There's a hot tag to Big Cass, and it's a great... Hot tag. Uh, he boots uh, Bubba off the apron. And, uh, no, he boots um, Gotch, I think, off the apron, who gets uh, who eats an overhead belly-to-belly suplex on the outside. And then he uh, cast hits East River Crossing for the win. <laughs> Becky and Emma. Becky is the self-proclaimed Irish last kicker. Why, why, why self-proclaimed? Why can't you just say the Irish last kicker? This is like she calls it the rear view. I don't know. I, exactly. Like I that, really, that, that's all I'm saying. Why? why? Yeah. I don't understand why they it's, keep it's doing It's one that. of those things where if you think about, if you don't think about it, it sounds fine. If you think about it for literally one second, you go, yeah, why self-proclaimed? It makes sense if you're introducing it. She's been she's here been for, for a months. year. Yeah, yeah it's been, she's been here a long time. It was, it was the Raw after WrestleMania last year, wasn't it, that they all came out? No. It was. I want to say it was at least late May, early June. I could be totally wrong on that, but I, I feel like they've been around almost a year. Because it was after Takeover Brooklyn. I don't know. That doesn't sound right. That's okay. Um, <clears throat> Becky gets pulled off the second rope. There's a nice let's go Becky chance. Becky rallies. Emma pokes Becky in the bad eye and then hits like a sit-out snowplow. Slam. That was SummerSlam. That, that sounds right. Uh... Emma hits a sit-out snowplow. It's yeah. all, it's almost a Mishinoku driver, but not quite. But yeah. it, it's from it's like a sit-out Northern Lights driver. Yeah. If you're looking for, I guess, a technical name. Ambrose Asylum. Uh, Mitch is the name of the plant. Stephanie is the guest. She gets mad and says, Ambrose, you don't have a show anymore. So Ambrose walks out. And then Jericho walks in because he's going to do the highlight reel. 
They fight. There's a code breaker. Uh-oh, I am Groot, is a quote from JBL. And then uh, Mitch gets hit. It get, hits Ambrose over the head. Y2J uses Mitch to hit Ambrose over the head. That's what I'm trying to say. And uh, the potted plant is more over than anyone in the Breeze Gold Dust segment. There you go. Yep. U.S. title 20-man. This is for number one contendership. Rusev wins. My only note from this is Kalisto is very nice. He is. He's, he's like he's not very good on the microphone. He he's he's a very nice boy. Yes. Who does very he's very very polite. Very polite. Yep. There you go. Nice guy. Yep. Oh oh what do you what do you think, Kalisto? You think you're the best? No, I think that I think that I have a bigger heart than everyone else, and I'm going to do my best no matter who my opponent is because everyone desert, wants a shot at my United States championship. Eddie Guerrero had the championship, and he, I'm what I modeled. And then they start talking over him, and you just go, oh, man, uh, you know what? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You tried your best. Good effort. Hey, you know what? Good effort. You'll get him next time. Charlotte and Ric Flair promo about the screw job. They asked Lil Nate uh, if he uh, screwed Natty, and he said no because she was saying stop it. That's a verbal tap out or something like that. Whatever. Natty interrupts and then puts Ric Flair in the sharpshooter. Okay. Steph backstage makes Charlotte versus Natty in a submission match at uh, Extreme Rules, and Ric Flair is banned from ringside. Why isn't it an I quit match? That's my only question, because a submission match doesn't make any sense, because there was already a submission and she got screwed on it. Anyway, fucking think about it. It should have been a cage match. Stephanie is in every hour of the show. New Era! Bullet Club versus The Rock's Cousins. Big LG with a big boot. KA hits an AA spine buster. Superman Punch gets reversed uh, by an Inziguri. The Gallows and Anderson hit the boot of doom on the barricade to Roman Reigns outside. There's a phenomenal forearm ending the match. I really like that spot. Yeah. Uso knocks uh, AJ out to the outside, and then AJ pops back up as the Uso is going to dive to the outside to follow up. AJ pops up onto the apron and then springboard forearm to end the match. I thought that was great. Yep. Post-match beating on Reigns. AJ uh, is handed a chair by uh, Anderson. Use the chair on Reigns. Use the chair on Reigns. No. He won't do it. Then the Usos come in and use the chair on uh, Styles, and then the Styles uses the chair on the Usos, and then there's a Superman punch to Styles, and then a power bomb of Styles through the table. Brian, what do you think of the new era? Uh, I want them to actually stop featuring as much of the McMahons. Like I said, take a take a back seat. <clears throat> However, otherwise, I thought it was a great, great Raw to follow. A pretty good pay per view. And, I mean, we've had, like, over a month of good WWE wrestling. Yep. So, if this is what the uh, new era means, and we get less and less authority, and more and more of these actual new guys, Mm -hmm. keep doing it. Yep. Meet the old boss. Same as the new boss. Yep. Uh, How about... We get to a couple emails. Yes. We had a a few good ones. Ezra S. You mentioned the story about Taz and Michael Cole doing commentary in the studio for SmackDown and hating it until they found out everyone else viewed it as the B-Show. That was from the Chris Jericho podcast, and I don't remember the episode, but it's 36 minutes into whatever episode it was. Ha, sorry. There's a YouTube link, but I can't, we don't have time to click on it. Quick question uh, from Aiden. It was cool seeing you at PAX East. Hey, Aiden. Uh, Disappointed Brian wasn't there. Me too. Sorry. Anyway, I wanted to get both your thoughts on Natalia and what will come of her after the program with Charlotte ends. I really have no idea because they don't use her much anyway. Like... Yeah. Did they? They didn't before. They put her in there when they need, like, Charlotte to get over. And that's it. That's the only time. Yep. What are you looking at? Well, I'm I'm just getting it ready for the end of the show. Oh, Christ. Jesus Christ. Uh, Adam C. <clears throat> hey, Eric and Brian. First off, I wanted to say I'm a longtime fan and listener of you 2 Thank you. I was the one who called in the Mega64 podcast a few years ago and told you guys about the Wrestling Road Diaries 2 trailer, and I was the guy wearing the Mega64 shirt. Oh, very cool. Cool. I just got home from Raw tonight. Had some time to decompress, collect my thoughts. 
This is the first time, this is the first Raw of the new era, as they called it. It was pretty entertaining from a live viewing perspective. I don't know how well it'll come across on TV. Start by commenting on the whole crowd while not energetic throughout the whole show. The crowd tonight was pretty quiet, at least from where I was sitting. Before the show, they started, uh, before the show started and people were sitting down, there were a few CM Punk chants and RKO chants, and I thought I was going to hate the crowd tonight, but luckily they didn't show up during the event. Usually it's pretty vocal, but there were uh, many moments of a lull. Uh, in the chants and cheers. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the non-TV side was clearly missing a whole bunch of people. I doubt we will be seeing any uh, Raw, and Smack, uh, Raw in St. Louis anytime soon. They have a SmackDown coming in December 27th. On to the matches. As a whole, I thought it was really entertaining. The only match I felt drag was the eight-man tag, but I would assume it was because of commercials. No, it, no, just, it dragged. just dragged. Yep. The crowd really enjoyed New Day and Big Cass, and it was really cool seeing them all team up. And me and my buddies who I went with thought it could have been tighter. Yeah, but I mean, that's just the way that match was. I really like the Steph and Shane dynamic and thought it was a great way to start the show. I like their new angle about Steph, uh, but Steph's sudden agreeable behavior will hopefully give in to some cool tense moments uh, between the two. Maybe actually get to see that disemboweling that Vince McMahon was so gung-ho about on Payback. Yeah, he wants blood! I'm hoping Shane gets Raw and Stephanie gets SmackDown. I don't even want to read about a fucking brand split. Nope. Uh, the four-way feud between Miz, Cesaro, and Zayn looks cool. I like Miz much more as a heel since he won the belt off Ryder. Speaking of Ryder, I think the best way... Uh, that was the best way to end the Battle Royal. As much as I would love to see Zack Ryder win, the fact that the crowd will get behind him no matter what, that was one of the times the crowd... Uh, one of the times the crowd got the loudest chanting of woo-woo-woo. And, have, have and having him lose to Ryder... Or, Jesus Christ, to Rusev... Uh, made it that much more impactful. Just sucks knowing there'll probably be a few weeks before we see Ryder on Raw again. Uh, he he wrote more, but we don't have time. I'm sorry. Sorry. That was. Uh, I wish that we didn't have four fucking events to cover. Yep. Um, I did read that email. Yeah, me too. Thank I, you. I read it earlier. Thank you for sending that email. I, there were a few others that we and, didn't and get to. You had, and he sent a follow-up too. But um, again, thank you very much. Uh, but we gotta go. Home. Ha. That's your bit for later. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> Shit all over it. Got- hey, scoop, Eric shits all over my fucking thing. <laughs> oh, scoops and poops. <laughs> you made up for it. Guys, we did it, episode 104. It's in the books. If you guys want to get a hold of us, you can email us at gohomeshow at mega64.com. Hit us up on Twitter at gohomeshow, gohomeshow.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow. If you want to watch the video version of this podcast, you can. It's on youtube.com slash ericbudwer. But if you want to watch it live with everyone else, 745 Pacific on twitch.tv slash mega64podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or don't, whatever. Uh, but that's it. Episode 104 of the Go Home Show. It's in the books. Brian, mm-hmm. do you have anything to say to these fine folks before we ourselves get out of here? I'm just going to go ahead and quote the late, great Paul Walker. I live by go big or go home. <laughs>